wanted to enter the TV. I want to mess up the lunch table. That was the motivation to making 3D avatar of myself because I really wanted to see myself make some changes. That's artist Heisu Kwan talking about how old home videos made her so angry that she made an avatar of herself to enter the scene and change the family dynamics. Welcome to Art is Awesome, the show where we talk with an artist or art worker with a connection to the San Francisco Bay Area. I'm your host, Emily Wilson. As a writer in San Francisco covering the arts, I see so many hardworking artists doing interesting work here in the Bay Area, and I wanted people to know about them. So I came up with Art is Awesome. Today we'll be talking with multimedia artist Hesu Kwan, who lives in San Francisco. Hesu grew up in South Korea and studied business at a women's college. Then she made a radical change and decided to become an artist. Hesu wanted to go to school in the U.S., and she got accepted everywhere she applied. The Rhode Island School of Design, Cranbrook Academy of Art, University of Chicago School of Art, the Pratt Institute, she chose to get her MFA at the University of California, Berkeley, because a professor she met there and for the opportunity to collaborate with other departments. As you can probably tell, Hisu doesn't do things quite like other people. When she was a student at Berkeley, she started an autobiographical feminist religion called Le Musum. Spurred by the sadness she feels about how women are treated in Korea, she wants to use her art to liberate herself and her ancestors. In her work, she rewrites family histories with lenticular light boxes and videos. Like our last guest on the podcast, Ron Saunders, Hesu was a Yerba Buena Center for the Arts 100 honoree. She has a solo show coming up in September at the Institute of Contemporary Art San Jose, and she's doing a residency at the Institute of Contemporary Art San Francisco. Hesu is also a recipient of Hewlett 50 for Media Arts. Growing up in Seoul, Hesu's grandmother lived with the family and was a big influence on her. A Flower Strong in the Wind, a recent show of Hesu's work at San Francisco's Mickey Ming Gallery, honors her grandmother, whose name means root and flower. A video in the show, Ritual for Metamorphosis, is the first one Hesu made where she used her avatar. The idea came to her when she saw some old home movies in Korea while on summer vacation. Most of the footages were taken by my dad. I could see a lot of family rituals and like the way how my family members are interacting to each other. Like there are a lot of like interesting dynamic between my mom and my grandma and also my dad and also many Catholic religious rituals. Standing by the video playing in the gallery, Hesu talks about how one scene in particular shows how women are treated in Korea. There is a moment that I feel so upset because there is a scene where my mom is the only one who is eating the meal standing. 
and serving people. So she's holding the bowl, standing. Uh, other people are, they don't care about my mom in the footage, just like eating the meal. And my mom is like always like ready to see like whatever they need, you know? So I really felt so angry. Hey, Sue created an avatar of herself to go join her family members and alter the dynamics. I wanted to enter the TV when I see the footage and I was like, oh, I want to mess up the lunch table. So that was the motivation to making 3D avatar of myself because I, I really wanted to see myself make some changes. When she was growing up in Seoul, Hesu had no plans to be an artist. She earned a business degree in 2015 and developed new packaging to conceal sanitary napkins, for which she won a Female Inventor of the Year award. But then, she says, she realized her project was rooted in shame about her body. What I learned from the business field was how to monetize my body and my emotions and my friends and my family without even recognizing that. And the business model that I planned to do at that moment was like to reproduce the misogyny and patriarchy. Making the avatar of herself to enter the old family videos inspired Hesu to create her religion, Le Musum which has roots in Korean shamanism. The exhibition had lenticular light boxes with photos of Hesu, her mom, and her grandma at events like her one-year-old birthday party and her first communion. Again, she's trying to change family dynamics by inserting Le Musum figures into these photos. In Korean shamanism, women and snakes are spiritual. And the lay musum in the photos are reptilian figures who are shown as comforting. In one photo, there's a hand on her grandmother's shoulder, and in another, the figure's arms are around Jesus' mother and godmother at her first communion. The story of Adam and Eve, as well as shamanism, influenced lay musum. I visualized lay musum as female and snake or reptile uh, because I got inspired by the Catholic Genesis that my grandma really forced me to read every day. <laughs> I think the message from the Genesis is knowledge is dangerous. If you try to know what's going to happen or what's, what, what's behind the logic of the world that you are involved in, then you will get punished or that's not allowed to you. That feels personal to Hesu. That was the similar reaction I got from my family and my friends in Korea before I become an artist. Whenever I question the uh, patriarchy and misogyny in Korean society or like the commercial field, they were like, why do you make the kind of like questions? And like, why do I make other people's lives so hard by like questioning them, you know? So I wanted to reimagine the female and snake character. They just tried to understand what's going on, you know, like me. They were perceived as the harmful being. This month, Hesu is starting a residency at the Institute of Contemporary Art, San Francisco. Collaborators will be writing and making art revolving around Le Musum. This is the part of the show called Three Questions, where I ask the artists I'm talking to, when did you know you were an artist? What was a work of art that made a big impression on you? And what is the most creatively inspiring place in the Bay Area? 
Jesus said she knew she was an artist when she got disillusioned with business and took some classes in Korean women's history and art history. I think that was the turning point, and I saw feminist artist works during the classes, and that kind of changed my whole life because I was not exposed to any art field or any philosophy, but like seeing some artists like talking about the issues that I feel really important and also like um, using their body and their lives to talk about it. And it was really amazing and fascinating. And I realized that, oh, that's what I want to do. It took a really long time to recognize and accept that, that I want to be an artist. I was too far from the the dream. I, my, I was just like the senior year in business major and never made art before. But that was the turning point and I just realized that, oh, I should be an artist. What was a work of art that made a big impression on you? It was the photograph. It was nude body of the artist and like, yeah, so that work was the most impressive and life-changing. That made me to be an artist, actually. Yeah. And what's the most creatively inspiring place in the Bay Area? I love to visit my friends' houses, to be honest. (laughs) And many of my friends are in Korean diaspora or Asian diaspora. And whenever I see and visit their houses, I just know like, oh, this is the community that I want to belong to. And just feels like I'm visiting my home again too. And I can learn about them and learn about their family and their lives and sharing food together. I love to cook for friends. Sometimes I just make banchan, like the side dishes in, in Korean recipe. Like it can be like some uh, spinach, namur, or like some radish and like pickle, like in Korean with some Korean seasoning. So I just make and like deliver to my friends. It's so for me, like the food and the home and the way how they live their life reflects where I am at now. And that's most inspiring. And that's this week's episode of Art is Awesome. Thanks again to our guest, San Francisco multimedia artist Hesu Kwan. Hesu has solo shows this fall at the Institute of Contemporary Art in San Jose and a residency at the Institute of Contemporary Art San Francisco. You can get more information and link to her work in our show notes. Please subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Our next episode features photographer Xiao Feng Su. He had asthma as a kid in Taiwan, and to strengthen his lungs, he took swimming lessons. Xiaofeng went to the International Center of Photography in New York before coming to San Francisco to study at the California College of the Arts, where he now teaches. He's currently a fellow at the Headland Center for the Arts, and he won the Juris Choice Award for a series at SF Camera Works of photographs he made of his breath underwater. Art is Awesome is a bi-weekly podcast released every other Tuesday. It was created and is hosted by me, Emily Wilson. It's produced and edited by Charlene Gotu of Gotu Productions. 
Our theme music is provided by Kevin McLeod with Incompetech Music. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Art is Awesome Podcast or visit our website. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>